Hey folks, I'm Jason. And I'm Eric. I teach people how to raise livestock on the land. And I teach people the Bible. I play a little banjo. And I play bass. I'm a passionate bow hunter. And I'm a die-hard Badgers fan. Together we're just two common folk trying to pursue Jesus. And live out our faith beyond Sunday's sermon. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to our very first podcast. This is something that we have been talking about for a little while now, um, talking about it, but not necessarily doing much more than that. Um, not, not really. We we never really had any hardcore planning or anything like that behind this. Um, and I guess that's kind of the design of this podcast is to be simple. And uh, so, what the whole goal of this is, is to just offer another touch point, I think, for people in the church to connect. And and I guess overall the goal is just to show common people that um, pursuing Jesus is not this lofty, difficult, complex thing. It's actually very simple. And that's really what the goal of this is. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, me speaking at it from from a pastor's point of view, it's it's really easy to um, give a sermon and have people walk away going, hey, that's great for somebody else or the people who really have it together. And so I think to make it very approachable, to make it very, very simple. And I think even as I listen to podcasts sometimes, it's um, it's easy to look at the people doing it as, as being very... Um, very put together and just very impressive. And I think that can be intimidating. Um, and so our goal here, I think, is just to be able to to sit down and talk it through conversationally, um, you know, what Sunday's sermon was talking about and, and really break down how we plan to use it in our life. And um, hopefully as people listen to it, they'll also uh, be able to, to put themselves in those shoes as well to say, hey, this is this is how I can use this in my everyday life. Right. I think the if I were to to sum up like what this is gonna be like, I, I don't necessarily think it's going to be it's going to be light, but not fluffy. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Like I I don't think we're gonna avoid stuff that's hard to talk about necessarily, but I don't think we're going to dive so deeply into it that it's it's hard to digest. Um, maybe we'll touch on doctrine, but we're not going to be doing a deep dive into doctrine. We're just going to talk about how to take what we heard on Sunday and apply it to the rest of our life outside of Sunday. And I feel like maybe that's an area where church-wide we've maybe not done the best job. So like the teaching can be great on Sunday, but, and I'm not just talking about our church, I'm talking about across the land, but then how do we, how do we connect the dots for the rest of the week? I think it's all about application. That's that, you know, you can, you can go to the hardware store and buy all sorts of supplies, but you gotta, you gotta use them. You gotta actually put them up and figure out where it goes and how to do it. And I think that's our heart here is, is to, like you said, you can, you can get all the best teaching and you can have really good theology. Um, but if, if it, if you're not quite sure how to use it in your life, how to really 
apply it, um, then it's it's hard to to feel like you're really growing. And I think that, like you said too, it's it's we don't want to avoid hard things, but for the most part, I think. Um, it's not a matter of, of teaching as much as it's a matter of applying. And um, I heard, I, man, I don't remember who said it, but but somebody, some, it was a book I read or something, but they were basically like, the enemy isn't scared of really how much you know. Um, even someone who doesn't know that much but can apply what they know definitely scares the enemy a lot more than someone who knows a lot but isn't quite sure what to even do with that information. For sure. So... As as I started out saying, like we don't script this at all, and that's just part of the way we want this show to be. So we're planning as we speak, um, uh, and th- this is we really want to just demonstrate that we're just you know normal, common people, and that this can be uh, that this faith is accessible to any common people. We're actually recording this on. Um, in the office on my farm. Um, so th- like there's the possibility of us getting interrupted by someone knocking at, at the door or something like that. And um, there might be occasional Eric walking away to refill his coffee cup or something <laughs> like that. But this is real life and that's really what we're going for. It's very real possibility that I'm going to get a refill of coffee. Um, and you'll probably hear me slurping as well. But I think that's the heart, too, is um, even if you look at Jesus' teaching, people tend to learn conversationally. And I think that if you even look at Jesus' ministry, he had such a good balance of he would do these real official sermons. You think of the Sermon on the Mount where he was literally standing on a mountain and preaching what you would think of as a sermon. But if you look at the lives of his disciples, so much of what he taught them was just conversations with them. You know, and, and we, we can pull that from what's recorded, but you have to assume living together for three and a half years, there were so many of those conversations that, that we don't even know about. And I think that that's just one of those things that it's the reason why podcasts in general are getting so popular is because I think the average person learns better in a conversational setting versus in a really strict and structural instructional setting. And I think there's room for that to learn kind of like we talked about the theology and those, but the application of life conversation really seems to be the best way to do that. And so I know one of my hopes is just, I feel like when we sit down and talk, it gets really deep, even when we don't mean to. And Mm -hmm. we're always trying to challenge ourselves. um, And that's just naturally where our conversation goes. And so to let people in on it and be like, hey, you be a part of these conversations, because I think it's really beneficial. Yeah. And that's not to say that there's anything special about us at all. But hopefully, like you said, we can maybe do a little leading by example or demonstrating. Um, I think as leadership in the church, our goal is to see people grow. Um, And so the first step is for people coming on Sunday, but then where do you go from there? And I feel like people are constantly trying to reinvent the wheel on this. And maybe that's what this appears like at first as well. But the reality is, is life is changing all the time. Uh, Most of the people who come through the doors on Sunday are already way too busy in life, including myself. And so 
the big question is how do you continue to devote your life to growing in that area and and to actually pursuing Jesus and so while on one hand having a midweek service which is something we talked about and we will hopefully get off the ground at some point the reality is is it's not going to work for every single person and so that's what i mean by this being another touch point absolutely well and i think the other thing that that i see in in most churches um is that right now in just in our culture and with everything that's going on friendships are becoming more and more rare and that's that's a big problem, not just in the church, but just in our society is we as human beings are meant to have close friends. Like that's how we were designed. It's one of those core core issues. And actually, you know, being someone who who tries to help even some people with, um, you know, that are going through some marriage problems. I'm not a counselor, but as I as I talk through with people, it, it's it's amazing how much even the the tension in marriages sometimes are because they don't have friends and they're looking to their spouse to meet like all of these needs that normally good close friends could meet. And I think that that's the other thing that I hope is like even just doing this conversation type podcast, um, someone who is missing that in their life, I hope they find close friends and can make time for that. But even in the in the short term to feel kind of like they get to be our friends right. as we talk. And if you are listening that I do want you to feel like we're your friends and mm. that we invite you into these conversations. And I'm sure that after a couple episodes, you'll know more about us than you care to know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But that's, I mean, I think that's our heart is, you know, here's just the, the real truth of what I've seen is there's a lot of people who want to have these conversations and they just simply don't have the close friendships to do it. So maybe they grew up and their, their friend group from high school just isn't at the same place they are. They're kind of chasing worldly things. And so those people that they know really well just aren't great people to have these deeper conversations with. And they're in that that difficult transition of I haven't quite made friends that are going the same direction that I want to go yet. And so there's a lot of people in that tough spot where they just don't have people to work through these things. And so that's I hope that as we talk and that's what like you said, that we don't avoid the tougher things, because those are the conversations that I think a lot of people are hoping to have with somebody. And hopefully they can feel like they get to have that with us as they listen. Absolutely. And I think I've told you before, like I can, I can talk, you know, at length about some of my favorite things. Like if you corner me to talk about the Packers or the Brewers or hunting or farming, like I am happy to talk about those things, but it just feels like, um, if the conversation never goes deeper than that, sometimes it just, it's like selling myself short and there's like this desire in me to go deeper. And so I think there's kind of a lot, there's people are at all different places. Some people have that same desire and they can't figure out how to fulfill it. Some people don't have that desire yet because it hasn't even been demonstrated to them. Yeah. For sure. Well, and I think it's it's one of those where like this is where I've seen a lot of people struggle with just 
almost giving up their faith because they have they have these these doubts and these issues, but they don't really have someone to talk them through with. And kind of like the Bible teaches us that that anything that's like hidden is going to have a lot of power. And so it's like when when you can't have these conversations, those doubts or those concerns that you have, things you don't understand, they get more and more powerful and they start to take over. And it's almost like when you can have that conversation and just talk it through with someone, you, you bring those things out into the light. And the Bible kind of tells us that then it loses its power, but it's like when they stay hidden. And so that's where, again, the more that we can just address and talk through and have honest conversations, the less that those doubts get to have power over us because they're not hidden anymore. They're brought right. out into the light. And I think maybe one other thing to preface here in this opening episode is we are by no means experts who on life who have all this stuff figured out. We're no different than anyone who's listening. Um, we've been through stuff. And that's the, the great thing about community is uh, there's always someone struggling in community, but there's also always someone thriving. And whoever is thriving has very um, good memory of a recent time of when they were struggling. And so when you surround yourself with people, there's there's sort of this whole spectrum of emotions and um, situations that is represented. And you can help each other and feed off of each other. And so anyway, I, I think... My main point and and this little bit of a tangent is that Eric and I are no different than the rest of you. Like we're there's going to be moments where we're sitting here fighting with something else and there's going to be moments where we're going to be able to talk about something very specific that we have been delivered from or that we really saw the Lord come through in a tangible way. Yeah, and I think that's especially like for me like I know yeah, yeah, I'm a pastor, but this I would love to be like, I'm kind of taking my pastor hat off and this is more me as just a friend and me as just a brother. Um, that's I, I Just to be honest, I'm probably going to take my pastor hat off at the door. I'll reference it, but it is more of just, you know, I'm someone that's had to work through a lot of hurt and pain. I know you are too. I, I, we've we've experienced a lot of life. That doesn't mean we're experts, like you said. But I think that for the average person, they don't really need an expert. They just need someone who's maybe a little bit ahead of them on the road, but is struggling through the same journey that they're struggling through. And that's always been one of my my favorite life lessons: is that you try to have. In your life, if you're a Christian, you try to have someone who's really pretty much right where you are on the journey that you can just take on challenges together and work through. And then you want to have someone that you're a little farther down the road because then now you can like use your gifts. And you might think, well, I'm not ahead of anybody. I promise you, you are. There's somebody that you have taken on obstacles that they are going to have to take on in the future. But then to have someone who's just a little bit farther down the road than you, who you can do that same thing with. And again, we're not experts. And I think that there's going to be certain situations that maybe we aren't farther down the road than you are, um, but some that hopefully we are. And we can just be that guide, if you will, kind of the Sherpa to just be like, here's how I got through it and I'll walk through it with you. 
Yeah. Everyone needs a Paul and everyone needs a Timothy. Absolutely. Yeah. And I guess as we kind of wrap up this introductory session, I'd be amiss if I didn't also give us the the okay from the start to occasionally assess a Badger game or something like that. <laughs> yes. Well, we have to, if, if this is going to be a true, we're letting people be our friends. We're going to, and we are going to go off on tangents, but I think I have found that even with myself, there's, there is such a, a value to letting yourself follow a thought. And and I think that's what's so great about this not being scripted is it allows us to because like I found that if if something is is just stirring inside of me, I'll 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 tend to figure out what it is through a tangent of just let me just work this out a little bit and talk it through. And so I think I'll just apologize up front. I'll probably go on some tangents too of like this doesn't really have to do with maybe what we thought we were talking about, but there's often some gold nuggets that you find when you when you let yourself kind of walk through it. And that's the the other great thing about conversations is the the point of the conversation is not like here's what I want to accomplish here and everything has to align with this and we can't let anyone get off topic. If you're having a good conversation, nothing's really off topic because you're just getting to know the other person and you're just connecting with them. So everything's on topic. And so I think that we have to give ourselves a little grace to right. go. Maybe the Holy Spirit's leading us to to talk on something we weren't planning on and just let ourselves talk through it. So do you know what the alternative meaning of an eagle's nest is? No. So like there's like an actual eagle's nest, but fishermen know what an eagle's nest, and, and maybe this is not as widely used as I thought, but when you get the line so tangled up that you can't even figure out how to get that thing untangled, sometimes we call it an eagle's nest. That makes sense. I do do that a lot. And so I do feel like, there may be times where our, this conversation becomes an eagle's nest, but the fact of the matter is, is if you have an eagle's nest, you're still fishing, That's which true. is still a good thing to be doing. That's so. true. Well, if you can get it untangled, you'll be fishing. Yeah, but. and just carry your pocket knife with you. And yep. Well, and that's it, because there is times where you're like, we're not getting this untangled. It's time to just cut it. Yeah, and I've had those conversations <laughs> where it's like, thanks for letting me vent. I'm not quite sure what I was supposed to get out of that, oh, but yeah. let's move on and let's just do that. But um, see, I don't usually get eagle's nests, but I do oftentimes get my, my hooks stuck in things <laughs> in the water. That's usually my... Things that you can't see. Yeah. Man, there's so many analogies here. It is. So we're probably going to talk about fishing as well, too. Although, here's another quick fact just for you guys to get to know me a little better. My wife actually enjoys fishing more than I do. And I think that makes me a very lucky guy because she has never, ever not wanted to go fishing. In fact, usually she's the one that's like, when are we going fishing again? That's pretty cool. Pretty lucky guy with that. And she is also the one that usually untangles my eagle's nests when I get it stuck. So... Yeah, so, and and I guess the other uh, little bit of a disclaimer is I am like the king of 
analogies. So I will use a lot of analogies and I guess I'll apologize for it. Although I don't know if that's worth apologizing for. I wouldn't. I use analogies all the time, but Jesus used analogies. That's, I mean, that's the thing is anytime that we're in line with Jesus. And again, that's what I love about the idea for this podcast is I feel like it is very representative of how Jesus did things. As I said before, he gave those uh, real big sermons, but so much of what he did was was telling parables, sometimes only to his disciples, a handful of guys. And you'd think Jesus, someone who demanded thousands of people whenever he spoke, would be like, I'm going to save this for the big crowd. But it's like so much of his deep, great nuggets of truth were just conversations with his disciples, analogies and parables and things like that. And so I wouldn't apologize for that because I think analogies are how most of us learn is it makes sense. Um, And I know I was just listening to um, uh, Mere Christianity. I started listening to again. And it's been a while. And it's it's funny because I've been on an audiobook kick. And I've listened to all these audiobooks and new ones from like really great respected pastors. Um, But I just went back to Mere Christianity and I was like, oh, this is so good. Like sometimes it's like this was written in like World War II. And it is so um, it is so true for right now. And I totally forgot why I even brought that up. That's all right. I might pull it off the shelf and give it a look. It's so good. It's been a while. Oh, I remember why. See, this is proof this isn't scripted. Um, so see us <laughs> or <Lewis>. edited. <laughs> well, that's true. That is true. This is the real deal. He he oftentimes he has great analogies, but what I love is he'll oftentimes be like all right, this is not a great analogy and here's where it breaks down, but this is the best I could come up with. And I love that honesty of an analogy of like, hey, this doesn't really work, but it's the best I could come up with. Like the truth is even deeper and more amazing than this, but I wanted to at least try to help you understand it. But I admit this analogy is not good enough. And so I'll probably do that sometimes too, of like, this is the best I could come up with. It's not great. It breaks down if you really think about it, but hopefully at least helps. And a couple of times he was like, he'd give an analogy and be like, if this does something for you, great. If it doesn't, just throw it away. Yeah. And I like that too. I'll probably steal that from him too. If it helps you good, if it doesn't, it just let it go because it's not that great. Well, the last thing I'll say about myself is before you reference taking your pastor hat off and it's kind of interesting because I feel like I'm putting mine on in this context. So this is like an opportunity for me, you know, to respond to that nudge to step up a little bit in my faith and, and do something to lead by example. I've, I've pondered what my role is in ministry for quite a few years. And I have, every time I start entertaining thoughts about like, should I, you know, make some kind of change in that direction, I just continue to feel God telling me your skill set is more of a bivocational one. And I think that there are people who value that because it demonstrates how to do this in, in um, a lifestyle that is more common to the majority of the population, if Absolutely. that makes Oh, it makes total sense. And that's what it makes me so excited about this is, is there's, there's going to be perspectives you can give that I can't give because I'm not in, you know, we call it the marketplace 
right. as much as you are. And um, and there's there's so there's things that are great about having you know pastoral ministry be your job. There's great it gives you opportunities, but there's also a ton of value from being able to bring like like you said. Here's how you live this out when you do have a nine to five job, when you can't, you know, get paid to read the Bible and stuff like that. This is how you live it out, which, like you said, that's going to be the case for 99.9% of people. And probably everybody who's listening to this, that's going to be the case for. So I agree. This is a great opportunity for you to just lead by example of of what it looks like. And so it's exciting. I think it's it's fun to just have that role reversal where it's like I'm yeah. taking my pastor hat off, you put it on and I'm just going to enjoy being like a normal dude and you get an opportunity to really really use your gifts in a new way and so I'm excited. The other irony of this whole thing is is you don't normally wear hats and I almost always do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's true. That's for other reasons though. You've got a nice head of hair and I've got about two hairs on my Head, no, so. <laughs> you've got more hairs than that. The problem with me is I want to wear hats, but my hair uh, memorizes the position. <laughs> yeah. So if I wear a hat, like I then have to wear it the rest of the day. There's yeah. no taking it off because my hair is like, oh, you want me to be like this? All right. <laughs> and then it is cemented there. So there's no changing it. So if I wear a hat, I'm committed for the rest of the day. And so that's where I just... Uh, maybe I have a problem with commitment, but I'm just like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. So, um, oh, this is awesome. And hopefully this guy, this gives you guys a really good idea of what you can expect. You know, we're hoping to keep it about a half hour. So it's like not going to take up a big chunk of your day. It, maybe you can listen to it just on your drive to and from work or something like that. But hopefully this this kind of helps you get an idea of of what to expect and and like we said i think we mentioned it our our whole heart is going to be we're just going to take the sunday message yeah um and and just kind of so if if you're someone who attends our church that'll be a little easier if you're not we still invite you to come in and i think we'll give you plenty of context to still be able to get a ton out of it as well for sure and uh it, it's definitely not going to be a rehashing of the message for anyone who heard it. It's not going to be a repeat. So, um, but we just appreciate you all taking the time and, um, we're, we're happy to be able to do this and, uh, we look forward to diving into our next topic next time. Absolutely. And I think, uh, since you're the one with the pastor hat on, do you want to say a prayer as we, uh, as we close this? Sure. That sounds good. And actually, uh, we'll be learning more about prayer. That's what we're talking about right now on Sundays. And I'm assuming we'll be talking about the, that the next few messages. But uh, for the time being, uh, here's a simple prayer to end things with. Lord, we just thank you uh, that you give us just two common guys the opportunity to have a conversation and enjoy it or, uh, and ask, or what's the right word? Allow some friends to listen in on it. And we just hope that this conversation honors you and, and maybe um, sparks some things inside uh, those who are listening. And we just thank you for your goodness. In your name we pray. Amen.